Good morning. This year is June seventh, two thousand twenty, and uh, <clears throat> we want to uh, bring you a lesson this morning and uh, concerning uh, things in our life, concerning the uh, uh, things going on in our country. And so, anyway, the, uh, the message is: you cannot live until. You settle the question about your death. And, you know, people don't know how to live because they, the Bible says they are subject, okay, to fear and to bondage. Now, <clears throat> uh, what we look at here this morning is that uh, people are the only creatures upon this world that know they're going to die, that have a sense that, that that they're going to die, and uh, the uh, animal creatures, they don't know they're going to die until that very time. But we, as people, we know that we're uh, going to die sometime in the future. And uh, so uh, that's the fear, and that's the bondage. Uh, as the Bible talks about, we're going to start out in Hebrews chapter 2, and uh, verse 14 and 15. And uh, and so uh, I hope this morning eh, that uh, you will follow along. And uh, so uh, understand what death is. Death is separation. That's all death is, is separation. And, uh, and of course you have seen somebody that has uh, died, maybe uh, in a coffin. And uh, they lie still, just the body, because the soul and spirit have separated from the body. And that's the thing we fear. All right? And uh, so a uh, survey was made. What was the thing that most people fear? And the number one thing was death. All right? And so let's look at this thing this morning. And uh, I'm going to have my son... Uh, read Hebrews chapter 2 and uh, verse 14 and 15. This is what it says here. For as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he also himself likewise took part of the same, that through death he might destroy him that had the power of death, that is, the devil, and deliver them who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. Now, <clears throat> the Bible says so that Jesus partook in the same. That means he became flesh. He became man. And so uh, through uh, this becoming man, he was able to destroy the works of the devil. When he went to the cross, when uh, he laid his life down, the devil did not kill him. He laid his life down. And gave it. And know that, but according to John 10, he said he had the power to pick it back up. And know that, but after that, he uh, overcame the world. He overcame sin. He overcame the devil. And he overcame the world. And also, uh, uh, the last enemy, which is called death. And uh, this is what Christ did. And uh, because we as people... We were subject to fear 
and bondage, okay, because of death. Now, uh, if you have not settled this thing of where you're going to go when you die, you need to settle that today. And, uh, and just ask Christ to come into your life and confess that you are a sinner, confess, confess you have sin, and, uh, and ask Him to come into your life. And from there on, okay, I want you to live for Him. I want you to uh, uh, stay with Him and, uh, until that very day. All right? Now, <clears throat> we're going to look at the first thing right here. And uh, uh, when Jesus came, he came to destroy Satan. He became to destroy our fear, to destroy our bondage. And so when uh, uh, he comes into our life, that all that stuff is destroyed and it is abolished. And he gives us peace and contentment and all that. But he gives us faith and repentance. Now, uh, not only are, is people only ones that uh, have the fear of death and know that they're going to die, but they're the only ones that have faith and only ones that can pray. Rest of the creature in all this world, they do not have faith like people do. They don't have repentance like everybody does. And uh, they don't have a heavenly home like, you know, uh, uh, like uh, when uh, we as God's people, we come to the end of our life. That's when we'll go home and uh, and have a final resting place for all eternity. Rest of the creatures that God has created, they do not have an everlasting soul. They do not have uh, a life that will continue even though that uh, their body decays. All right? First thing we, know, we, we want to understand is this thing here that God has promised us eternal life. God has promised us that uh, he will forgive us of our sins. He has promised us that, uh, that he will make our life new. And uh, this year is the unbreakable uh, promise that God has given us. Unbreakable promise. All right? Now, the thing about it is that God, he said, he cannot lie. God, he cannot sin. And God, he will not go back on his word. He will not break his word. His word is also everlasting. His word is as true as, as, as he himself. Now, uh, if God would break his promise, he would have to step down from the throne. And uh, he wouldn't be God anymore if he broke his promise. If his word faltered and failed and was altered, he would have to quit being God. Then we'd be in a mess. And so anyway, we need to find out here that uh, the promise that God has given us, they are unbreakable. 
they will not fail you. So you need to hold on and hang on and uh, and keep holding the promises of God to help you. Now, God, He's not going to fail you. He's not going to go back on His Word. All right? Now, let's go to number two. Number two, this year is the unshakable power of God. And uh, this year is going to be in Hebrews 12. And uh, that uh, there are a lot of things that are being shaken right now. The economy and, uh, and uh, people's uh, belief, maybe what they used to think would, would hold them up. Maybe their finances, maybe their job, maybe their health, but something that used to uh, they used to hang on to uh, has been shaken, and it will shake. And God said He will shake this world, shake the mountains, but He Himself, His power, will not be shaken. Remember what Jesus said, Matthew twenty-eight, the last two verses. Okay. All power is given unto me, okay, in heaven and in earth. He has all power. Know that, but uh, God the Father put all the promises in Christ Jesus. All the promises of God are in Christ Jesus. And know that, but the abundant life, the eternal life, the victorious life, they are in Christ Jesus. And know that, but Jesus Christ said that uh, his power to forgive sin is still available. Know that, but he destroyed the devil by the power of the cross. And uh, 1 Corinthians one uh, eighteen says, you know, that uh, for the preaching of the cross, hey, uh, uh, to them that perish okay, is a foolishness. But unto us that are saved, it is the power of God. You see? And uh, know that, but the gospel, the gospel of Christ. Okay? And uh, Paul said that in Romans 1 16, I am not ashamed of, of the gospel of Christ. It is the power of God unto salvation. And so we have an unshakable power of God. And uh, know that, but the power of God cannot be shaken. By our reasoning, by our emotion, by time, by circumstances, and uh, and, and tells us in uh, Proverbs chapter three, he says that trust in the Lord with all thy heart, and lean not to thy own understanding, okay? and uh, <clears throat> and we're not to lean on our own understanding. He says he will, he will. Direct our path. All right. So, so now we have a, a, a promise that God has given us. It is unbreakable. He has given us power of God. Okay, that cannot be shaken, and uh, it, it will be good because if the power of God can be shaken. And, uh, and and if it does not come to pass, he will cease from being God. 
So you know now that he is everlasting. He is faithful. He has all power. He knows all. He is everywhere. And uh, no matter God is going to see to it that if you put your faith and trust in uh, the salvation that he uh, has in his Son, Jesus Christ, you will have eternal life. You will have a home in heaven. Now, here is a third thing. If you have unbreakable promise of God, you will have an unshakable power of God, and which you will have your unmistakable peace with God, the unmistakable peace of God. And so this peace we have will settle all doubt and uh, all dispute. And this thing that God has given us, imparted to us, is simply because He can. Now, think about a promise. A promise is no good unless there is power to fulfill it, to complete it, to bring it to pass. So, don't be afraid. Don't doubt to put all your heart, mind, and soul into the promises of God. And uh, it, it, it said it said out there that uh, Jesus said that uh, when uh, we take him as our Savior, peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth. All right? Now, let's look at an example here real quick before we close. In Genesis chapter 50, Beginning in verse 22. All right. This year is a life of Joseph. Now, uh, here's what the, uh, uh, a couple of verses says about Joseph. And in there, he says uh, to, to the people he's talking to and to his family, he said, I die. Now, people are the only ones that know they're going to die. People are the only creation that God has made. Know they're going to die. And like Joseph, he said, I die. Let's, let's uh, have a couple of readings of Genesis 50, okay? beginning in verse 22. Okay? My son is going to read this for me. And, uh, and here's how it's going to read. And Joseph dwelt in Egypt, he and his father's house. And Joseph lived 110 years. And Joseph saw Ephraim's children of the third generation. The children also of Mature, the son of Manasseh, were brought upon Joseph's knees. And Joseph said unto his brethren, I die. All right. Now, he said, I die. All right. And uh, now, <clears throat> uh, he uh, is in Egypt. He's a prime minister. He's a king there. Israel is living in Egypt. They have a good life. They're prosperous. Everything's going good. Everything is the way it ought to be. They are enjoying life and they are living good. But when Joseph dies, there's another uh, king comes on, on, on the scene. He did not know Joseph. He's a Pharaoh, an Egyptian, 
he takes over, and from there on, Israel goes into bondage. And uh, when Joseph made uh, that proclamation, that he was hanging on to a 300-year-old promise. This promise was given to Abraham. And uh, this uh, promise, 300 years has elapsed. And Joseph still believed in the uh, unbreakable promise of God. He was hanging on here to an unshakable power of God. He still has an unmistakable peace with God. All right? Now, let's continue reading a couple more verses in Genesis uh, 50. And here's how it's going to read. And God will surely visit you and bring you out of this land unto the land which you swear to Abraham. Okay. Now, he said, surely God will visit you and uh, and uh, will take you to a land that he swore to Abraham. 300-year-old promise. All right? And uh, because he believed it's going to come to pass because of the unshakable power of God. And God was able to do this. God was capable. And uh, he was going to do this. And uh, now, when he said, I die, now, a hundred years, a century is going to go by. And, uh, and of course, now you understand, Egypt, okay, had enslaved Israel for 400 years. and uh, But he requested his bones to be taken to Canaan land. And uh, he requested to uh, go with Israel when they leave Egypt. He knew they were going to leave. He knew God was going to take them out. He knew God was going to give them a promise, fulfill the promise, because of the power and uh, and the peace he had. Okay, Now, let's finish up reading. Here's what it says. Which he swore to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob. And Joseph took an oath of the children of Israel, saying, God will surely visit you. And ye shall carry up my bones from hence. So Joseph died, being a hundred and ten years old. And they embalmed him, and he was put in a coffin in Egypt. Okay. Now, God swore to Abraham. That means he was going to do it. That means he was capable of fulfilling that promise. Now, if God promises you something, you need to follow that. But first of all, you need to find out what God is doing, what God intends to do, what God wants to do. And that's the promise. And he has the power, the ability to fulfill that promise. Now, a lot of people always uh, ask God to pray for some things that they are doing. But we need to find out what God is doing. We need to lay hold on that. And uh, know that, but uh, he, he he said he took an oath, and uh, and uh, and told him that God is going to come, God is going to lead you out, 
God is going to give you a land. And God is going to take you out of here. When you leave, he said, take my bones with you. And, uh, and when Moses came to deliver Israel out of Egypt, he said, told Israelites, take Joseph's bones, put them on a cart, and uh, take his bones, and uh, we're going to go, and, and he's going to go with us to uh, Israel, to Canaan land. He's going to take us there and, and uh, to dwell. And they buried him. And uh, uh, Exodus 13, I think it is, when uh, Moses came and took Israel out of Egypt and took Joseph's bone with him. Hey, remember, God's promises are unbreakable. Hey, God's power is unshakable. And God's peace is unmistakable. And uh, it is beyond our understanding. Hey, and this peace that we have is beyond our understanding. So, you know, when uh, Jesus first came, he came to take away our sin. He came and brought salvation to us. He came and, uh, and uh, in the person of God. The Bible says that God was in Christ reconciling the world into himself. Okay? All the promises of God are in Christ Jesus our Lord. And not only that, but in Christ Jesus okay, is the way to heaven. So he said he's going to come. He did. He said he's going to come back again. And he will. Now, just mark it down. What he says, he will do. Or else, he cannot be God if he breaks his promise. If he lacks power to accomplish it. But he will not. And know that, if the peace is faulty, he will cease to be God. Now, take Christ as your Savior today. Call upon him, confess your sin, and uh, say, Lord, I am a sinner. Lord, I have sinned. If you'll come into my heart and, uh, and cleanse me, cover me with your blood, give me the Spirit of God, and give me a home in heaven, and help me to live for you, I will live for you. And he will. And I pray today, that you will remember God's promise. They are unbreakable. And God's uh, power, it is unshakable. The peace you will have is unmistakable. Beyond anything you can think or imagine or, or, or try to understand. And uh, so today... Accept him as your Savior. Call upon him today because Jesus is coming back. He, as he said, he is coming back. And uh, I can't stress that enough. He is coming back. So be ready. And you cannot live until you know you will die in the Lord and that your death will be something that is a blessing. Lord bless you. 
and uh, and today, and uh, have a good day. And uh, we hope to see you next Sunday. Uh, Church on the Hill, Nespelum. Lord bless you. Thank you.